This Sunday we celebrate the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ. The Church places before us this great mystery of the Lord truly giving himself to us in the Holy Eucharist. We are drawn into union with the very body and blood of our Saviour and hence into union with his whole person as the incarnate Son of God. This reaching out of the Son of God to us in the Holy Eucharist is also the love of God drawing us into union with the Father. The passage placed before us from St. John's Gospel is part of the wider discourse on the bread of life given to us in chapter 6. Chapter 6 begins with the miracle of the loaves, the walking of Jesus on the water, and leads in the context of the Passover of the Jewish people into a discourse by Jesus about himself as the bread of life. If you were to look carefully at the discourse, you would see that it's broken into two parts. From verses 35 to 47, you have what you could call an invitation to faith. Jesus begins in verse 35 with the statement, I am the bread of life, and then talks of himself as the one who nourishes us in what is most important in life, our relationship with God and our hope of eternal life. When you go to verse 48, you have a repetition of the phrase, I am the bread of life. And that begins the second part of the discourse, which is really an invitation to the mystery of the Holy Eucharist. In verses 45 to 48, Jesus begins a more graphic use of the word eating. And that is presented as a way of understanding this profound and real union with the gift of Jesus to us in his own flesh and his own blood. What connects the two discourses and what is the deeper meaning of this gift of Jesus as the one we place our faith in and then placing our faith in him, the one that we receive as the bread of life? It's this sense of the living by that I mean, if you look carefully at what we've heard in the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus begins a different emphasis. He goes from, I am the bread of life, in verses 35 and 48, to now this statement of verse 51, I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. And the link is between Jesus as the living bread who is sent by the living Father. And in our receiving the one sent by the Father, we draw life. So we draw life from Jesus. And my question is, one about hunger and one about what this living means. So if you go back to the first reading, the book of Deuteronomy, there... God is saying to the people who've been led through the desert that God has humbled his people, God has made his people to hunger, and God has fed them with manna. I mention this because Jesus earlier 
in the Gospel discourse, in verses we haven't heard in today's Mass, refers to this manna in the desert. And he's basically saying the manna given in the desert was a prefiguring of himself as the true manna or the true bread given by God to give us life. But in the book of Deuteronomy, that sense of hunger picks up the way in which God sometimes enables us to feel our desire for what fulfills us, but that that desire is not immediately met. And it becomes a symbol then for a deeper desire for what fulfills us, namely that which comes from the mouth of God. Now Jesus picks up upon that theme in the discourse of St. John's Gospel, chapter 6, in, by way of saying that the people who were fed by the miracle of the loaves had their hunger fulfilled. But that's a hunger that is fulfilled by an earthly bread, which obviously will not satisfy forever. There will come a time when we'll feel hungry again for food and we have to eat again to nourish ourselves and to live properly. But then Jesus plays upon that image to say, well, the everlasting food is that of complete union with the Father and in a union with Jesus. But the connection of living my, my question is, as I contemplate the mystery of the Holy Eucharist at this time when we felt a deeper hunger for participation in the worship of the Holy Eucharist together as a worshipping community, that are we living? Jesus wants to give himself as a living bread and this living bread is sent from the living Father, and we're meant to draw life from Jesus, who draws life from the Father. Are we living? And if we say we hunger for the Eucharist again, as we begin to reopen our churches, are we really hungering for what the Holy Eucharist really means? Now, a close look at the passage helps us to see that when Jesus is talking about himself being given in his flesh and his blood, so that we would have his life, He's obviously speaking in a deeply sacramental way. We don't eat Jesus like we would earthly food. But in receiving the Eucharist, we're truly drawn into union with Christ who truly is present and drawing us truly into union with him in the mystery of the sacrament. Are we living? Well, the key to the living here is Jesus is giving. So the living Father gives the gift, as we know from early in the Gospel, of his own Son, so that those who believe in the Son might have life through him. And the, Father, the living Father gives the Son, not to condemn the world, but so that the world may have life. And then Jesus is giving his flesh and his blood, words that evoke what will happen upon the cross, where he gives himself to the Father, and he gives himself out of love for us so that we might live with the Father. So Jesus gives, and then we're meant to receive this life. But how do we draw upon this life? It's the whole meaning of the Eucharist, of being caught up in the self-giving of Jesus to the Father and sharing in the reception of the self-giving of the Father to the Son. So generosity, putting aside what is our own concern and putting the other first, giving ourselves with a great sense of energy and enthusiasm to give what is of 
the best so the people may live themselves, that is, come to their fulfillment, their good, their joy and their peace. Well, this is to live. And when we are allowed to participate in the Holy Eucharist again, to join in those beautiful prayers that have been offered by our brothers and sisters for so many centuries, to hear the sacred scriptures, which record the loving interventions of God in the history of the human race, and as we draw closer to that beautiful moment in which we are given truly the body and the blood, the very person of the incarnate Son of God who loves us so much, we need to have this in mind. We are being drawn into the self-giving life of Jesus and the Father. And that reception of the Lord and Holy Communion needs to be a moment in which we open our hearts to the meaning of what life is. It is to receive the blessings of God and to learn to give the blessings of God so that others may truly grow and live.